Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 413, recording live on Thursday, July 15th. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. And I'm Hef. And I'm Adriel. And we did this totally out of order, and I'm Kelly. Hi there. You left me too much space. No, I did you not. space? I get in there. No space. <laughs> if you had, if you had it, said that, like, nobody would have known. I was Half waiting. Half space? I'm going in. I was Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for Mo to say recorded live in front of an audience. Oh, am I supposed to do that every time? Is that my uh, signature now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I said it the first time, but nobody laughed or even reacted to it. So I'm like, I guess it was lame. So I'm not going to bother <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you turned lame into cool as your signature. No, no, I'm a, like I'm aware of what's funny and what's not funny. So it wasn't <laughs> funny, so I didn't go with it anymore. Eh. Well, yeah, okay. I was just waiting. No? All right. <laughs> so let's get into what we did with guns. Right. What we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearm retailer, uh, featuring the limited edition Benchmade Tengu Flipper. Did I say that right? Tengu? I think so, yeah. yeah. Sure. It's a fancy looking knife. Yeah. And it's a flipper. And it's this a is flipper. like... If you're playing Call of Duty and you get a loot box and you open it up and it's like super ultra rare. Gucci. Gucci knife. Mm-hmm. Not Gucci. It kind of looks like they dropped it in mud and then like took it out and they're like, yeah, that's that's the pattern. <laughs> that's how you know it's expensive. The pattern's mm-hmm. very complex. It's a yeah. very complex <laughs> pattern. The more complex, the more expensive. It's not, shirts too. it's it's nice. Very cheap shirt. I would so, argue. Uh, <laughs> I would this week, let's get started with Kelly. What did you do with guns this week? So what I did with... I wasn't on last week. You so weren't. No, I two wasn't. Weeks. It's been two weeks. So I've done some things. I went to FRC. F, F, SFRC. SFRC. Yes, that's the place I went. I had to go and get some 9 mil ammo because, um, yeah, I was doing a something on the weekend that i'm going to talk about so uh and i wanted to make sure i had enough ammo because when i got my email it was saying you need 700 rounds and i went hmm, i got a thousand and <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> they said you need 700 <laughs> rounds for your black batch yeah i think just that was, one of those, was like you need a third of this but just in case just in case so <laughs> i went- you didn't use you didn't I, how many how many rounds did you use 300 yeah it was less than 300 250 300 yeah but 300 <laughs> anyways but i just wanted to make sure i had enough ammo so i went and bought some i was gonna buy a thousand and then i ended up buying 500 because the other thing that i bought was a smoker <laughs> because <laughs> you know what priorities smoke meat right kyle yeah yeah <laughs> so i bought a smoker instead so i did get 500 rounds of uh wolf it was the reload ammo and it was on for a pretty good price so if anybody's checking out 
are wanting ammo, go to SFRC. They have small family in stock and it's pretty good prices. And if you wait until Thursday, generally they'll send out, if you're on the email list, they'll send out a sale thingy that you can actually go and log on and purchase it at a gooder, 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 gooder. It's gooder word. Better, better, more better price. So I got it at a really good deal. And I also got the smoker at a really good deal. So that's my bottom. What else did I do? Uh, last weekend, I participated in my black badge. It finally happened. And it was so much fun. And it was also 35 degrees and stinking hot. But we had... So Friday night, the way that it works is in Ontario. I know, Trevor, you're listening and you hate this. But in <laughs> Ontario, on Friday night, we do the practice. Sorry, we do the review of the test and we talk about uh, some of the rules and et cetera, et cetera. By the way, I should really read all of the questions on the test uh, and instead of skimming because I got one wrong. It said, how much should your... <laughs> You got one. Who cares? Close enough. No, no, no. But the, <laughs> the one was how much should your pistol be away from your torso during, you know, anyways, it's, you know, what is it, 50 millimeters? And I said one meter. I thought it was actually <laughs> your bit. <laughs> Could you I, imagine I, that holster? <laughs> I know. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking it from the perspective of abandoning you know when you abandon your yeah. quote-unquote your firearm it was one meter yeah. and i'm going yeah that's right one meter i wrote down one meter i went oh that one we reviewed and i went yeah no that's not right damn it um oh. but i thought it was hilarious so we were there at uh, our club so i did take it at frpc and i wanted to mention that uh kyle avoid he's been doing a lot of organizing or a lot of organization for uh our club with respect to matches as well as getting the black badge course up and running and doing all the legwork for that and he did a really good job of getting us into this black badge we haven't had one and this black badge has been delayed i think five times or four times four or five times anyways when did you originally sign up for it Last year, mm. for May of last year, those damn waiting lines. <laughs> so, uh, so what actually happened was we had a bunch of people. It was, we walk into the room and everybody knew each other, so we knew it was going to be a great weekend. Nice. And we had, as I said, so much fun. And we did the. So we were there at we were there at FRPC on the Friday night until it was pretty close to almost 11 o'clock at night got up early the next morning was at the range by 8 30 and we shot until 4 30 ish i thought we were going to be later i actually thought we were going to be until six or seven o'clock but no we went through all of the qualifiers and we we didn't really have to shoot i got a, I got a question kelly um you did you guys did this in 35 degree weather I like have huge problems shooting in like 31 degree weather. I don't, how do you guys make it happen in 35? I don't know. 
we actually so we had a covered area there where we would go back and we would review whatever we were about to do and we had lots of water and we had snacks and but it's still 35 like even though it's covered it's mm-hmm. still like the it's it's so oppressive trying to function in like 30 plus weather mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're better than you just <laughs> <laughs> more used to the heat we're most we're, yes because Alberta is a dry heat, whereas Ontario, it was moist. I can tell you that. It was quite moist. <laughs> Our clothing was quite moist as well. Uh, we had barbecue. We stopped for lunch and we had a barbecue. It was awesome. And then the next day we did more as well. What we did was we st- we did not do uh, the movement and transition pieces on the saturday we we left those until sunday so we did those on the sunday and we were done just after lunch and what we did instead typically in other provinces you'll have a mini match and then you'll have you'll be qualified uh we don't do that here in ontario so what we did is we uh so kelly kincaid is one of our match directors at frpc she was helping out with the actual course uh, so we have a range master. His name is Henri, and he does the course itself. But Kelly usually helps him out with that. And by the way, Henri is just amazing. He's ex-military, he's ex-police, um, um, and uh, he's just amazing. So uh, the Sunday afternoon, uh, Kelly set up a couple of stages for us, and we just went through them, and it was a blast, literally. And uh, I. I did actually the first time the first run through was really really uh, good. The only problem is we had um, we had it was twenty four uh, hits, but what we did was we had three no shoots. I did well with that. Didn't shoot anything, uh, but we had one target. It was one freaking target that had both double. So you had bottom and the top that you had to actually shoot. I was a little low on it, the top target. So I actually engaged the bottom target twice. Alphas, all of them. But yeah, anyways, I got two uh, mics on that. And it actually dropped me down to the lower part of everybody. Does that make sense? But we reshot it and I finished middle of the pack, which was not bad because uh the people that were actually on the course they've been practicing for weeks and months and they actually the last year uh, to go through this and they are pretty fast and i'm not as fast but anyways did well enjoyed Should it have won. loved it yeah i just want to make sure that i hit all alphas that's all i want but <laughs> do it i know you have to be quick as well as hitting yeah, you you can't fall in love with alphas. It's gonna, I know. you're going to be too slow. <laughs> I, I'm going to beat it out of me at some. You point. have to move on. <laughs> that, that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm learning. So so what? So I finished middle of the pack, and I thought that was actually pretty good for compared to, you know, bottom of the pack. Anyways, I also have been doing a lot with ladies' days. Uh, we're going to have some of the ladies' days that are going to be announced in the event section as well. So if you do know some ladies that are in Woodstock, Ontario, as well as Exeter, Ontario. And there's other ones that are going to be announced soon. Uh, sign up for those. But we'll talk about those in the event section. The other thing that I got in stock, and or not in stock, I got, um, but 
I didn't get a chance to show it the last time I was on the show, but I want to show it now. It is amazing. I love it. So I want to give a huge shout out to PGW. PGW is a sponsor for Project Maple Seed. They provided us with one of these. I'll show you. Oh, it's heavy, by the way. Okay. So what this is, is the PGW. It's the M15. So it's a trainer rifle. So this one's chambered in 6.5 Creedmoor. And yes, I got a man bun in the back. You can tell. Uh, so it is, uh, it's the, um, MDT Oryx chassis and it has a trigger tech trigger in it as well. And we put a, so Vortex is also a sponsor for Project Maple Seed. So we put a Vortex Viper 4 to 16 by uh, 44 on it as well. And what we're going to be, what we're going to be using this for is we're going to be using it for the uh, known distance that we're going to be having uh across the country as well so i get to play with this and uh yeah so if anybody comes to a known distance which is basically we're going to shoot out to the actual distance uh and you want to use a rifle and you don't have one this will be available to you by the way i'm not buying you 6.5 cream more i bought some for myself and i'm going i really need somebody to provide me with ammo so if you want to sponsor me or if you want to be my ammo daddy contact me okay <laughs> You can get cheap factory six five. Like mm -hmm. it's not it's not unreasonable anymore, but you have to find the you have to look for the deals. Yeah. It's not like three oh eight where you can, you know, oh. get cheap three oh eight uh, in a lot of places. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite in love with this actually. So yeah, I'm getting <laughs> I want to go out and shoot it. I haven't had a chance to shoot it yet because, again, I was at the Black Badge. Uh, the other thing that we're doing is uh, I'm getting ready for uh, Maple Seed that's going to be happening, or not one, but two Maple Seeds that are going to be happening at Stittsville, which is at, just outside of Ottawa this weekend. I had to get the trailer all worked out again. The Project Maple Seed trailer has been used and abused over the last couple of years, and it's really on its last legs. And I had to go and replace the wiring last night on the uh the lights because we need lights you know blinkers mm -hmm. and different things like that so i replaced that last night and it's all ready to go and the other thing is i also i didn't know did i talk about uh, going into and getting my um my tag for deer hunting season yet i no. don't recall okay so that's happened and i was able to do it before the deadline i had one day I'm a procrastinator. Yes, I know. But I was still had one day. Uh, that's lots of time. And I also put in for the doe tags as well. I have to check and see if uh, I have to check and see if I actually got in there yet. I don't know yet. So I'll check after the show if I was able to, was successful with my doe tags. But I did get my um, my um, antler tag. So I'm excited. I'm going to go hunting this season. It's and so somebody good. asked me if I was going to use the 6.5 as my... No, I'm not. This thing weighs a ton. You don't have any distances that would justify taking no. a big heavy rifle out. No way. No. Uh, the, last, the last doe I saw was 25 meters. I'm not taking this at 25 meters. <laughs> Go prone. Yeah. Remember. Twist a little side focus there to 25. Right. No. Yeah. Remember, we shoot them off the deck. <laughs> That's her. That's her. <laughs> yeah. Have a coffee? Shoot them off the deck. Okay. That's it for me. What about you, Adriel? Oh, I got quite a bit to go over. Um, this is going to be like a Trevor length, what we, what you did in guns <laughs> this week. Uh, okay. Three gun. Uh, three gun was this weekend. That was the Battle of Alberta uh, three gun match. It was hot. <laughs> it's really hot. 
Uh, I was out there on Friday to help with the build day. It was about 31 and uh, all day and just sticky and sweaty, like working in 31. And uh, that's why I was asking, like, you guys shot that in 35? Like, that's that doesn't seem doable. But I, I was working in, in 31 and it was uh, it was a lot. Um, let's see a couple things that uh, I noticed. One, squads were awesome. I was on like a squad with a bunch of uh, really great shooters uh, and uh, and Kyle. And uh... <laughs> 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 I have to ask, what is it? Was it a requirement for you guys to go shortlist as part of that squad? <laughs> Just need no, <laughs> like I, I had threatened it a little bit earlier. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna shoot this shirt shirtless and and uh, uh, the skin squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and uh, and and Kyle had said, uh, well, if you do it, I'll do it. And I'm like, nah, maybe not. And then last last stage of the day, <laughs> everyone's like talking over on the side there. I went to get my guns and whoosh, shirt comes off too. <laughs> show show offs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit and uh yeah, it was uh it was, it was fun it was a fun squad really really fast really the thing i got out of it was like seeing how other people were shooting it fast and, and where i needed to uh to keep up so uh that was that was good for me there's uh, there's some big advantages there um there i also ran into some sorry go I, ahead Kelly. before you move forward did, were you able to remember last time you were talking that you had some really slow times were you able to pick up the times you had this year this for this one yeah my times are all right yeah yeah. what about what about kyle kyle's times were pretty good too yeah we're both we yeah we both did some uh some pretty speedy i think we both got picked up a couple of uh overalls on uh for stages good uh, a couple divisions and uh yeah did uh did pretty well i got uh second place limited Nice. Which limited is a pretty hot, uh, pretty hot yeah. uh, division to be in. Like the our first limited yeah. was also first overall. Yeah, and uh, that was Jay. Last year, uh, it was it's kind of funny. Last year, I got first, and and uh, he was giving away the plaques, and he gave mine away to me, and I gave his away to him, and <laughs> did the same thing this year, but opposite. He got he, uh, he, he got, got first, first, and I got second. <laughs> uh, he deserved it. He he had a he had a fantastic uh, fantastic day, and he. He okay. had me or was in like, if I had like a really good stage, he was, he was like really close to me. If I had a bad stage, he was making up like 10, 20 seconds on me. Uh, and there was a couple stages that I, that I really bombed. Uh, uh, one of the long range ones. I, uh, I started really strong. It was, it was going like fantastic. And, uh, and I got to the long range and I just could not hit anything. I just like pounding rounds out and I just couldn't make it happen. And, the, and, I was thinking it. Oh, what was it like? Maybe I have my barrel on the uh, on the post. Maybe it's I gotta get the forend on there. Maybe it's the ammo because I, I I'm I'm running short on the uh, the blaster ammo I typically use, and I got a little bit of other blaster ammo in there. But I've had that out to the range, and it's not that big big a difference. So like all these things are going through my head uh, day of just trying to figure out what it was. Um, but then. Um, something I remembered from last match and the last match I shot, I also didn't ver- do very well on the long range. Uh, and, and that thing that I remembered was that this is, this is a WK, this isn't a, an MCR, but the thing I remembered is that my, my forend had, had shifted a little bit on it. And a guy at the, at the match is like, Hey, has your forend shifted? And I'm like, I don't think so. I went, looked at it I'm like, Oh yeah, the forend shifted. He's like, Oh, I'll give you some Allen keys. You can tighten up your, your forend. I'm like, right, yeah, makes sense. Let's, let's do that. Uh, but then when I got home, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would the foreign be loose? Like it's, it's super, it's crimped onto that barrel nut. Like it shouldn't be moving. 
and I, I, I played with the barrel a little bit. I'm like, that doesn't feel very tight. And I, so I pulled the forehand off and the stupid barrel nut was like finger tight. Lucy, Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know that that was the issue. Like I might take it out to the range and find exactly the same uh, accuracy as, as before. But uh, I, I believe that the barrel nut was loose. It was loose on my gun. And, uh, and that's, that's what hurt me on it. Still, it wouldn't have made any difference to my, to my times or, or, or not to my times, to my position in the match. Uh, but it would have it would have been a lot better on the long range stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I uh, I took that apart, uh, retorked it using the uh, uh, reaction rod. So it's uh, it's torqued down now. And I know that if the foreign's moving, that barrel nut's loose. It's not just the foreign being loose. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do something don't just ignore these little signs these little red flags those are red flags you gotta watch out yeah yeah didn't we discuss this on monday what to do if your shooting goes to shit after a while hmm. what, what are the mm-hmm. steps check make sure that all the screws and i checked this, like the the optic was fine i checked the optic multiple times yeah. barrel nut you never think about change like checking your barrel nut on your rifle no. and it's it's a pain in the ass to get to anways yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was interesting. Um, I had a one stage where I started shooting the shotgun and like blazing away. I'm like, I can't hit anything. What's going? On? Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm left eye dominant. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Didn't we discuss that too? Yeah. 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 Um, maybe I brought it up at the maple seed call because uh, it was burning inside me a little bit. <laughs> All these little ways I could have done that match better. Huh. Uh, but yeah, so, so oh, oh, overall the match was, uh, was really interesting, really, uh, uh, really good experience. I had, uh, I had my older boy there on Friday and Saturday, but like just with the heat and the amount of work I, I made him do, uh, he was too wiped out to, to come out Sunday. So, yeah. uh, so he stayed back for that, but it was good. I got, I, I, I worked him in pretty good. I think, uh, a couple of interesting things I saw at the match that I just want to share. Cause we're on a gun podcast and everything, uh, is so, some of the failures that we saw. So, um, it was hot. Uh, it was dusty a little bit, a little bit of wind, a little bit of dust. And that combination of like, maybe people who hadn't been like maybe maintaining their guns enough, or maybe they over oiled them and they got a bunch of carbon and dust and that kind of thing. But, uh, boy, a couple of really interesting ones. Uh, we saw a Ruger PCC, which I've, uh, uh, known to be really, uh, reliable. We saw one of them, uh, go real squirrely from getting dirty. And uh, and just not work, just like just flat out not want to to cycle. Uh, we saw a Sig P226 actually. Um, uh, Ian Runkle from Runkle of the Bailey was there, and uh, he was running a bunch of the gear that uh, uh, that I uh, uh, sold to him, so a bunch of like uh, secondhand stuff. And he had his pistol uh, lock up pretty hard on him, uh, just due to like grit and carbon and that kind of thing. So. Uh, that was interesting. I saw a scope fail on a t- on a ten twenty two. So someone was running like a ten twenty two with like an old Tasco scope on it, and uh, and the scope just like totally failed. The reticle started like drifting off into into oblivion. Uh, FX nine issues, which you know those kinds of things happen. Yeah, also all sorts of interesting things. A lot more um, a lot more fillers than I than I thought I would see. Uh, but I guess it was dusty. I, I guess there was like a, a little bit of wind and dust and and got, getting in people's guns actions and that kind of thing. And then your your uh, typical fare with like uh, you know WK uh, uh, charging handles and uh, pistons and that kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, it was uh, yeah, it was overall a pretty good match. 
Uh, I gave my pat the patch to Brian. So last <laughs> last week, <laughs> yeah, yeah, found him. Yeah, he actually asked me, which is good because like it was so hot, and on on some of the days I was definitely like just baked, and uh, I couldn't uh, sun baked, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just couldn't uh, just wasn't really doing doing so hot and not thinking, and uh, so he's like, oh yeah, those patches, like yeah, 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 okay, I'll give you those. Uh, oh yeah. So if you have an MCR, uh, there's two things that I, I want everyone who's listening to this to do. Number one with your MCR, tighten and stake your castle nut. The castle nuts that come on them are, uh, not tightened down. And I saw this from too many guns, tighten your, your, your castle nut, stake it. I've got instructions on my website for look up MCR review and it's on there. The second thing, check your barrel nut tightness. Uh, because that one for it to go loose on me like that, I just don't think it was torqued properly in the first place, because if it was torqued properly, it, it wouldn't have come off. They just, they don't shoot off by themselves. It's not a thing that happens with barrel nuts to my knowledge. I've, I've never, heard of I've it. never seen that happen. Yeah. Anywho, uh, do those two things. Uh, and then yeah, one of the other things I'm, I'm doing is I'm looking hard at, at new shell caddies. So, uh, Dustin from ATRS, who was on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, he was rocking the the double alpha ones, which are really nice. And then Kyle was men- Kyle, you were mentioning some today actually yeah. that are also really nice. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Craig from Three Gun was also telling me yeah. he's got some Invictus. Those <laughs> look nicer than those look yeah. a lot more expensive than Craig's used ones, yeah. probably. Those but those look, those look really yeah. nice. Those look like oh, really yeah. nice. What are those shell caddies? Just so that people can. They're Maglode. No. Maglode? Maglode. Yeah, out of the UK. Hmm. Where they have to shoot shotguns because they don't get semi yeah. rifles and pistols yeah. and stuff. They have to shoot shotgun. They shoot a lot of shotgun and they got stuff figured out. Hmm. That looks Let's very fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably better than my uh, FMA uh, knockoff uh, <laughs> caddies and my Tacon that's cracked and uh, hot glued together. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that I ran at the match didn't seem to hurt me that much, but no. uh, I, uh, some nicer ones would probably be nicer. It'd make up yeah. like when you would get a, a handful of crap uh, in in terms of shells, it's it it yeah. slows you down. Uh, Chris was just mentioning that we had a castle nut on backwards. Yep, yep, Ooh. that'll get that'll get loose. Yep, <laughs> yeah, I saw that gun. How do you? Yep, and it's like oh, that's not backwards. No. <laughs> uh, hit by hand maybe or with brass punches. Do it just like I do a lock nut, flat screwdriver in my pliers and start beating it. <laughs> <laughs> you can use a drift. You can use a brass drift to, yeah. to tighten. If, if you don't have the castle nut wrench and, you're, and you've got an MCR, get a brass drift, get that yeah. thing tight, and then uh, get your center punch and <laughs> there you're done. Bob's your uncle. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at, at new shell caddies because I think like my guns are fine, my mags are fine, my mag pouches are okay, um, but my shell these are, are one part of my equipment that uh, yeah. is by far worse than everything. Like my lo- the lock grips are not going to make a seconds of difference. Shell caddies will. Yeah. Well, yeah, all shell caddies will work. But once you reach a certain level, good sh- shell caddies will propel you your loads to just the next level. Yeah, if you can just get them correctly in your hand quickly, it makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got new guns in the mail. Okay, time to do some new gun stuff. I told you that Yay. this would be long. Uh, first one, the one I'm the, I, I think I'm the most excited about because it's so cute. The Ruger Wrangler. Okay. You, this, yeah, look, look yeah it. it's a revolver. It's... You usually hate those. 
yeah, I, do. I still I still hate revolvers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> no, he's, he seems remember. smitten with this one though. Dibs. It's so nice. <laughs> the Cerakote on it is so nice. This is a two hundred and thirty dollar pistol. Norinkos yeah. are like three hundred dollars. Norinkos, they're a little bit rough. I like Norinkos, but they're a little bit rough. This is uh, this is not like there's some plastic on it. Okay, plastic grips. Okay, yeah, a little plastic like ejector thing there. Okay, why not? That's a but twenty-two single. It sounds so good, and it's like it's so smartly designed. It's it's such a good pistol for the for the cost. Don't really like the sights, but they're usable. Trigger is fine. Like it's light enough. They said in the manual that you can dry fire it, and then I saw some YouTube videos that say like, don't do it. It'll like peen in the. Uh, uh, chamber walls and I tried like I, I ran it a bunch and I didn't see any damage so I think it's fine. I think it's fine for dry firing. Uh, it is slow to use though. Like if you were to take one of these to, to things to the range like nah, you gotta open up that thing. That's one thing I don't think most kids could do is like operate that latch uh, but then like to feed rounds in one at a time or if you gotta like knock them out to you know <clears throat> knock them out of the uh, chamber there. <clears throat> but it's so us. cool. It's a, yeah. it's such a it's such a high quality twenty two for two hundred and something bucks. Yeah. So yeah. it gets the Adriel Misho stamp of approval. You haven't shot it yet, though. So far, yeah, I got yeah. I haven't even got the register for it <laughs> okay. yet. So I'm uh, right. I'm still waiting on that. But so far, everything's fantastic on it. Uh, now another one I got is this the Zestava P10 <laughs> from Tyson over at Wolverine <laughs> and the grips on it. The look, the grips look really weird, right? They look real chunky and real terrible. It looks, yeah. It looks like a two by four. They fit yeah. so nicely. Like really? compared, compared to the, the standard Tokarev, which yeah. like it's too small. I could, I could like throw like a, a, a big dowel in there. And then finally I've got the right kind of thickness for, for my hands. This guy, like I'm, I, I would be terrified trying to shoot that thing in 10 millimeter. This with this grip, I think it's fine. It's uh, no. yeah, it's got finger grooves on there. I don't know if I really care about the finger grooves or not, but the 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 actual like shape of the grip is uh, is fairly ergonomic. Uh, it still is a Tokarev, so I mean the the trigger pull's still really heavy. Uh, mm. they've got this like, it looks like it's a, a it's like a hinged style like trigger like that, but it's just a sliding same thing as a Tokarev really. Uh, it's got the uh, half cock like a Tokarev does. Um, it's got three dot sights. So Sander Tokarev has, you know, pretty crappy sights on it. It's got this like flat crappy blade at the back. This thing's got like honest to goodness, three dots on it. So I won't be shooting at a competition, but, but, uh, sights are all right. Yeah. You're going to so, take it. As, when are you taking it this weekend? You got it. I need a red cert. I got, I got maple seeds this oh, weekend, yeah. so I won't be taking it this weekend, but I need a red cert and I need some very expensive ammo. So. <laughs> I'll have to get that before I do too much. You need an ammo daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. A millimeter you could, I think like a, a true 10 millimeter dude would be like reloading this stuff because yeah. I don't think you would, you'd want to just buy factory for it. It's uh, yeah. at the, at doing the a cheapest, bunch of shooting though. Yeah. If you at the cheapest, it's like 50 cents around at the cheapest aluminum case. Uh, and then another interesting thing i got in is this guy right here mm -hmm. this is the uh wk that uh uh tna is making well not making they're they're they're, they're selling a version of of the wk that's specced out for nine millimeter so it's got a uh a different magwell on it the, well not even different magwell it's got a different it's got like this mag adapter 
for Glock mags. So that fits into your regular WK mag well, and then you just use this different thing for pulling your Glock mags out. So that's kind of neat. Nine millimeter barrel, no uh, gas tube on it because it is uh, blowback operated. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got this. Uh, let me sh- crack this thing open so I can show you guys. They've got this big ass buffer on the back that's a consumable. So this like rubber buffer is uh, is is holding that uh, that yeah. bolt from crushing the back. <laughs> I think the bolt is just. I think it's just a standard WK bolt. I don't know that there's anything different about it. Anyways, yeah, just like straight up nine millimeter WK. Uh, and they threw in a bunch of extra stuff here for me to try. So they, they've got a, a folding stock adapter on it. So you can fold yeah. the stock over, which I think that's is cool. cool. That's, that's something yeah. you should consider if you're going to get something that doesn't need the buffer tube. And then... Uh, they also they've they're starting to make some 1022 parts now. Really? So like, yeah, a, a TNA has been like previously they were focused on the AR platform yeah. and they sold like all this stuff around the AR platform and then ARs went prohib. So yeah, well, they now have they're to, doing they have their, to pivot. Yeah, they're pivoting to, to uh, WK remain. stuff. Yeah. And uh, the 1022 stuff they're producing themselves. So this is a uh, a little extended magazine release that they're making. It's like a thin, I think it's aluminum. It might, it's aluminum or steel. It's not plastic. Okay. And uh, the kind that like tr- hugs the trigger, just like mm-hmm. the uh, Matador arms. Matador arms. I don't. Do they have one uh, that does that? No. The, sorry, Matador arms was uh, a paddle at front. So yeah, they got a paddle. Um, I want to say tactical taxol taxol tactical solutions has one like this. Yeah. Anyways, that's neat. That's it. And then yeah. they're also doing things like uh, your auto bolt mod plate release and, and that kind of thing. So kind of neat. Sent me like sent me a, this huge ass mat, gun gun working mat and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, that's been cool. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to get out to the range because of all these goodies that I got to get out there with. Uh, I got out a video on the SS211. Uh, my 13 year old did it. So it's full of memes. Uh, I, yeah i watched you watched it yeah <laughs> couple couple in there right yeah yeah uh i played a little bit of uh tarkov the other night with some discord gun nerds so there's a, there's a discord server i'm on and a bunch of gun nerds wanted to get into doing some tarkov so i went in i sherpa for them is the is the terminology mm-hmm. i uh brought them through that's that's where you like guide the guide them through the map and that kind of thing no. they didn't all survive but i tried yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i still uh, waiting to buy that game it's so, it's so fun. You need a good PC to play it, though. Uh, I got my moose tag. So I put in for a draw, and I went and checked, and I noticed I got my moose tag. So Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Now i got to find one. Like the, the actual, like, getting the tag is one thing. You actually got to <laughs> get out there. I think I'm going to bring my bow and go real early in the season uh, because you can with the bow, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunt, hunt that area hard and get that, get that moose. Moose meat's cool. so good. It's so good, so... Yeah, I want to get it. Uh, not sure about the mule deer because the mule deer are not uh, out yet. But uh, maybe that one too. Who knows? Uh, I Oh yeah, so last last week uh, we were talking about the uh, 303 bullets. Yep. Uh, listener listened to that episode and they're like, hey, do you want to split a bag? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to split a bag. <laughs> so that's taken care of. He's going he's gonna to go pick uh, pick up a bag of Campo, Campro 180 green 303 bullets. 
Uh, this weekend, I've got a Lethbridge Maple Seed doubleheader. The weekend after, I've got a Chaz and Sherwood Park doubleheader. And uh, yeah, basically, I'm going to be on ranges. This is going to be a repeat of last year where I'm on a range like every single weekend. And and uh, hopefully it's it goes the same as last year. And I'm, I'm still married at the end of this year. Uh, <laughs> hey. Should be fine. Should be fine. Um, should be fine. Should be, should be. Yeah. yeah. A lot real busy though. A lot a really busy summer coming up. Lots of uh, maple seed. And just to, you know, make it as super busy, I threw some three gun in there and I'm my, my range sessions to test these guns is going to be weeknights. Cause I don't have another, I don't have a spare weekend at all. Mm. Yeah. You Busy. didn't give us the most important update. How did the mosquito netting on the van work out? Oh yeah. The battle van. Fantastic. <laughs> mosquito netting was great. Um, you know, one thing I was missing though. So at Chaz, it was dusty and I had like, uh, sunblock on my legs and it just, my, le- oh, I was just filthy. Absolutely. Like disgusting. I tried doing the hobo shower with like uh baby wipes, like rubbing down my legs and did not work. <laughs> it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. So I, I was at Cabela's, uh, three days ago and I saw one of those solar showers for like 10 bucks. I'm like, yes. So I picked what picked up one of those. That'll be the final piece. To my true battle van solution, nice. I'll hang up a, a shower if I get real dirty, and I can just like <laughs> do the do, do a parking lot shower. <laughs> now you After can smell night. your house, so you're good. Don't need it anymore. It's 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 useless to me. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's it for me. Uh, who's up next, Mo? Um. I'll keep mine short. So I had uh, another Ipsic match in Quebec on Saturday. It was the first time it didn't rain, and I was kind of missing the rain because it was very humid out there. Um, it went well. I was I'm, I'm happy with my progress. So the dry firing is paying off, and and I keep getting better. And uh, I need to. Um, I had a high percentage of alphas, so I. The accuracy is fine. I just got to start getting faster because I can see the difference and the people that are ahead of me. And, and it's the time, it's obviously the time that's, that's keeping me down. But overall it was, it was great. Um, I ordered a uh, shooting mat uh, from Cabela's cause it was on, it was on sale. I guess it goes on sale every once in a while. And uh, so that's for the maple seed that I'll be doing in August. I figure there's going to be some nap time involved during it. Um, and, uh, that's really it. How about you, Kyle? Well, I was down in Edmonton this last weekend at Chaz for their battle of Alberta charity match. It's on the same squad as Adriel. We had a great squad and they had a ton of just really fun, great stages. I didn't dislike a single stage. Every stage was really good. Probably in my opinion, the best match they've been, they've put on that I've been to. Uh, noticed a few things. Um, lots more juniors competing, and families yeah. coming out. Like, Good. I, I mean, I remember lot, two years ago when I was heavy competing. Basically, my family was like more or less it. This time, there's half a dozen kids out in the field just running around playing, which nice five three to six seven years old. So, and the. Uh... Uh, the the mom out resetting with the the baby on her back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she really? Oh, that's the baby, awesome. and yeah. she was out resetting. Yeah. 
not like yeah. not sitting back or anything. Nope. Nope. She's nope. shooting. She's resetting out there. It was, it was something yeah. else. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. Adriel got a uh, new best friend. Gage was out there helping him re- reset stages on Saturday and just right on Adriel helping Adriel out. So Adriel got a new fr- best friend. <laughs> uh, for myself, match went good. Uh, actually really happy with my performance overall. A uh, couple brain farts. Well, one really bad brain fart stage. I had gone out really different plan than everyone else. Saw something other people didn't. And got to my rifle, did my long range steel, was all happy with myself and dumped my rifle. Grabbed my pistol, pulled it up on the target that had a pistol paper and a rifle paper. And just as I was squeezing my trigger, I noticed rifle paper and oh crap shot and basically left six rifle paper not engaged so that was 60 seconds of penalties right there on that one stage doubled my time there and then the first stage on the second day my bullet my pistol bullets just stayed in bed because they didn't wake up and didn't want to hit the target so (laughs) but other than that really good performance i think i ended up taking seven division stage wins and then out of the 10 stages and then four overall stage wins and finished second in tack up. So got myself uh, another black there. Nice. Congratulations. So, awesome. So, so yeah, overall really happy. Thanks. Awesome. Um, um, it was a really fun weekend, fun shooting with uh, Adriel. Uh, shooting sporting clays this weekend at Wapiti. They have their, challenge this weekend so down at the range tomorrow night and change of pace instead of running around it slow down and just focus and relax (laughs) i can actually announce something with our range now too yeah i've been working on designs and i mentioned a while ago that we had submitted a design to the cfo for approval in order to reopen our rifle ranges. Well, we got word from the CFO that the design that we put together was approved. So now we just have to build it and we can reopen our outdoor ranges finally. So, so that's, that's exciting. Awesome. Congratulations. We had a, thank you. Yeah, we had a range meeting last night and we all decided because we're going to be Looking for sponsorship to help pay to build the wall and that. So we decided, yeah, no, we might as well just get it out there. So uh, some stuff with uh, Lunatic Tactical. I just signed up with Megload. We were talking about them and their caddies earlier. So now Lunatic Tactical is, as far as I know, and of their website, the sole Canadian dealer for them which I'm really excited about. We start uh, pulling those in and start selling those there. We'll see how they go. They are a pricey caddy, but they have a lot of other stuff there too, like uh, extensions and whatnot. So, and I also spoke with Roth performance, uh, the guys who make X-Rail and that was, was a shot in the dark because I was, they make a capture connector, basically it's what your factory mag tube uh, screws into the receiver. 
with a captured follower. So when you're opening the port load ports, you're not cutting away any of that follower retention. So emailed them seeing if there was any way I could get those connectors up here in Canada. And they emailed back and said, yep, tell us how many you like. So other than that, I didn't get my moose or my cow elk tag and I'm waiting till August 12th for them to release the mule deer draws. So how much do you hate Adriel right now? <laughs> uh, thing is I can, I can still go get a moose. I just have to do it in archery season. Ah, right. So no I, problem. Yeah, no problem. I didn't get mine last year. The place we normally go, they weren't in the field until after the archery season had closed. So, but so I can still go after moose. It's just, yeah. yeah. But you still hate him a little bit, right? <laughs> nah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not really. No, that's good. I, I knew I wasn't going to get it. The, you, I know somebody with like a priority four or five, and he didn't get his moose up here. So. I, I knew I was only like a priority one, so I knew I wasn't going to get it. But that's pretty much about it for me. Great. Uh, upcoming events sponsored by Telus Alpha. Telus Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, Merchant processors and social media. Learn more at tlsalpha.com. It's nice to see we have a big list of events. Uh, next 30 days yeah. of Maple Seed, uh, Maple Seed Lethbridge, July 17th and 18th. Spots still available. Uh, Stittsville on July 18th, Sherwood Park on July 25th. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you wanted your other one on there, Kelly. Yeah. So the. Yeah. The one on Saturday sold it, but the one I still have one spot available on this Sunday, which is the 18th. Uh, we had somebody drop out. So if anybody's interested, go onto our website and sign up for it. Only one spot left, though. Just let you know. Um, yeah. So go and do that. Sorry. We you need to interrupt, but I did. Oh, it's okay. To interrupt. <laughs> Um, the next one we have is Rimfire Race Guns Match in partnership with CRPS happening in Lloyd Minster on July 17th. We have the Service Pistol Matches at Guelph Rod and Gun Club July 17th August, and August 28th. Uh, details mm -hmm. on CGN, register on practice score. We have the Bill Bramley Challenge Sporting Clay Match at Wapiti Shooters Club in Grand Prairie, July 16th to 18th. Pre preliminary Friday, main event Saturday, Sunday. Sub-gauge Super Sporting and True Pair Game also available to shoot. Hope I got that right. WPRC, register now and save the date on Saturday, August 7th 20, uh, at 9 a.m. Uh, we'll be hosting a, a WPRC will be hosting its first ever ladies only event guns and heels partnered with uh, the Canadian coalition for farms rights and the gun dealer and sponsored by Curry's and Canadian tire Woodstock uh, ladies guns and heels will provide a safe and enjoyable setting for you to receive instruction and try a variety of farms and various calibers, including 22 9mm and 45 ACP pistols, 38 special revolver, 
12 and 20 gauge shotguns and rifles such as 22, 223, 308, and SKS. Eye and ear protection will be provided. Registration is $50. A meal by Bridget's catering included. Please register pre-register by Friday, July 23rd to aid in preparations for this event, but don't wait too long as space is limited. To register, send your name and an e-transfer $50 to WPRC2005 at gmail.com. Security answer, WPRC2005. Women are the fastest growing demographic in the farms community. Join us for an event where you can experience farms firsthand in a safe and comfortable environment. Cost $25 each. Sunday, August 8th. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Exeter, Ontario. Questions and tend to register, please email Doug Moore1964 at msn.com. All safety and farm supplies will be provided. Okay, so I think I actually forgot to put in part of this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to be at the, I think it's called the Claybird. Um, gun range which is in exeter ontario so uh there's two this there's the two separate ones so it's wrpc which is the woodstock one which is saturday august 7th uh in woodstock ontario and then we have the one that's in exeter that's on the sunday august 8th that's going to be at the claybird one so sorry i let you down on that thermo it's okay i'll forgive you <laughs> we, could, we could still be friends okay cool <laughs> Awesome. Uh, in the news, we have a gun resembling Lego toy sparks backlash in U.S. Uh, who wants to talk about that uh, one? I was trying to get the you know hard hitting uh, stories if if I can. <laughs> Here's the gun. It resembles the Lego, but it does not say Lego on it. It says Block 19 on it. Ah, that's very clearly not Lego. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, what's, what's the knockoff Lego bricks? This is like a bricks yeah. Uh, yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, they're being criticized uh, that they look like toys and that you shouldn't make a gun look like a toy. But uh, I don't know. Okay. So seriously, weren't we just talking about uh, something that looked a little bit like this? The CZ, CZ, CZ. Oh, the parrot. <laughs> yeah. parrot. Oh, oh, is that what it looks like? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. Mm, I think, would, would you consider the parrot more colorful? Yeah. Here's the here's the is. parrot. It's uh it's, it's pretty colorful. It yeah. is pretty colorful. Yeah. Not yeah. as colorful though. Not as not as colorful. No, no. I guess this one's a little bit more <laughs> okay. colorful. So I do know that people will seracote their their firearms and they come up with all kinds of different things. There's a wonderful one out there, by the way, for Wonder Woman that I would so like to do. Um there's the Nintendo Zapper one. Right. So like it, yeah. Seriously, people. I think like, uh, I don't know. So, uh, like an anti-gunner sees this and they're like, "Oh, they're trying." What if a kid got a hold of this? They're trying to like, appeal to kids. Yeah. If, if your kid got your gun, uh, you're you've, already, doing it you've already failed several times. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I like their reasoning why they uh, why they wanted to get it. So Utah-based Culper Precision first shared pictures of the Block 19 on his Instagram page on June 24th when the company said they designed it. Um, with Legos as they wanted the second amendment to be to simply be too painful to tread on. <laughs> Can't walk on it because it's Lego. It'll destroy your feet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good. 
Uh, that's so funny. Anywho, that's uh, that's the block nineteen. That's the block nineteen. Love the name. Uh, new guff, new gun sponsor, Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches and qu- is quite honestly some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. Send it to your house by going to boltactioncoffee.com. Discount code Slamfire. In the new gun stuff, we have the Barnell 762 by 39 subsonic, 160 grain. Nope. Even more than that. Oh, 196. Boom. 200 grains of bullet out of an SKS or something like that. This thing's going to be slow. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of interesting, right? What You want a 300 blackout, but you don't want to pay for a 300 blackout. What if you just get a big old 196 grain bullet and shoot out of your SKS? (laughs) Quieter. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> kind of neat. Uh, so Spectre Ballistics or Mag Dump has these. They're 196 grain Barnall 7.62 by 39 rounds. Very interesting. Reduced bullet speed. Yes, subsonic. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, the next one on here, uh, CTC Supplies has uh, the Polymer 80 standard frame with internal parts installed available for 199 So if you wanted to make a Gucci Glock with all Gucci parts, you can start with this. That'll be your base. Hey, Mo, how's your Gucci Glock going? Uh, it's in the safe. It's been there. For, it's been there a while. Purgatory. <laughs> it's in purgatory. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Hey, this. It seems like colorful is what we're going for today. <laughs> Here's the model C71 receivers, and uh, Spectre has a whole bunch of colors for these things: blue, green, red, purple, or black if you want something boring, I guess. Uh, these are the uh, these are the receivers that the 1022 receivers that uh, have an integral rail on the top and also take the tough 22 mags. Saw mm-hmm. a couple of these last weekend. Yeah, there were a couple on the prize table for the uh, Battle of Alberta. Uh, the next one here, Wolverine su- uh, Supplies has the Taurus TX22 Competition 22LR, and it is spacey looking. It takes a the optics mount on this thing is right where the chamber would be it's like right in the middle of the pistol and uh i don't know that's neat i guess Hmm. it's a very uh it's a very odd pistol but uh kind of neat competition pistol 500 bucks could use uh could use color though (laughs) yeah i suppose you could hit it with your spray gun that's a little boring yeah yeah it's got those like spacey (laughs) angles to it yeah that's true Yeah. yeah needs more color though Look square it is. Get some cry, some Krylon or something like that and start hitting it. Uh, the next <laughs> one here, uh, JF Gunworks is considering making some CZ Shadow 2 brass grips. So if you uh, mm-hmm. absolutely have to game everything to the 99.9th <laughs> percentile, uh, they're just looking for interest right now. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, let them know and they might start making them. They're saying like flat or palm swell. What do you want? And uh, they're going to start making some. These guys also make uh, base pads for the uh, CZ shadows yeah. and that kind of thing. So maybe they'll make some heavy grips. I think the Shadow 2 is heavy enough. Like I don't feel like I need any more weight on it. But Oh, no. You know, oh, no. <laughs> some, some people uh, would disagree. 
I'd probably get him if I had a CZ. <laughs> just to have, just because you got to do things to that level, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to like, no, nah, it's not enough to just think that I'm a try hard. You have to know I'm a try hard. And I think <laughs> yeah. the, brass, the brass grips really like accentuate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one here. Okay, we have two 180s, two 180 lowers that were announced this week. Uh, the first one is by Spectre Limited. So these are the manufacturers of the MCR. Yeah. Uh, and this lower is different than the standard MCR lower. So uh, it's a little bit more skeletonized, a little bit more uh, the back. Uh, one thing that's different on this one is that it doesn't uh, use the adapter on the back like the typical 180 does. Instead, it just flows on. So is this the same thing? Yeah, that's the same thing. It just flows on to uh, a buffer tube connection. So it is a little bit longer uh, than a typical receiver, but uh, but it does have that integrated with it. So that's kind of interesting. And the next thing that happened is that Spectre Ballistics International, or SBI, also released a 180 lower. So now two Spectre lowers are going to be on the market, <laughs> which is going to be a little bit confusing. Uh, yeah. And Kyle and I actually saw this thing in action on the weekend as well, because hmm. uh, one of the representatives from that company was there and he was shooting a, a version of this Lynx 180B lower. A uh, couple of things that I like about this one. One, the trigger pins are normal length. So you can mm -hmm. use the uh, captured trigger pins if you want to. You don't have to use anything weird. Two, it's a little bit lighter. So it's a quarter pound lighter uh, than the WK180C or, or WSMCR lowers. Okay. Uh, and I believe when I was talking to Tristan, he was talking about uh, the back of it. They're considering uh, releasing it with different back plates. So one will be a, like a buffer tube, one will be a pick rail on the back. And that pick rail is what Brownells does with their BRN 180 in the States, because then you can offer folding and uh, really super lightweight stocks. That's like the, the style du jour of uh, uh, the pistol stocks in the u.s right now is to use those uh, pick rail based ones so lots more uh selection on 180s coming in the future uh oh i skipped over one too uh true north arms is also releasing an adjustable gas system for the wk 180 so you can a adjust your gas if you want to like tune things in or b go to 762 by 39 or 300 blackout uh, mm -hmm. So they've got all the stuff you need to uh, to make a 180 in 762 by 39 or 300 blackout. Or if you want a gamer 180 and you want to dial that gas to be perfectly adjusted so that it just barely cycles, but and it doesn't, you know, schwack it. They got that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. It's it's like uh, all the manufacturers are doing uh, what the air market is like in the U.S. They're all like doing it around the 180s here because now we'll mm -hmm. have four manufacturers of 180s five maybe jarred w uh, kodiak uh specter um sbi mm -hmm. yeah two specters yeah two specters lots of selection lots of selection owner of the ctm range and crafm store in lachine quebec he is also ipsic quebec president welcome frank hey there mo how are you good you I'm all right, thanks. Hey, guys. Hi, Frank. Hey, Frank. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Uh, so to get us started, tell us about your firearms background and what led you to uh, opening up a range and store. In, oh, uh, well. Mm. 
I hope you got time. <laughs> oh, we do. We do. Um, well, look, um, at five years old, uh, growing up as an Italian uh, immigrant here, um, our families used to used to go to the country every weekend. And, you know, um, my uncles, my brothers, my dad would, you know, shoot shotgun and, and rifles and, and that. And, and, and obviously the, the, the younger guys like myself and my cousins, we, we, you know, we shoot pellet guns. Um, you know, growing up, I thought every five-year-old did that on the weekends. Um, but like, you know, I came to find out that wasn't the case. Um, so, so that was basically how I got introduced to them and, uh, and, 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 and where, uh, and, and where I started in, in terms of my background. Um, obviously then as I got older, uh, you know, uh, then I, you know, then there was handguns and, you know, um, and, and I, you know, I ended up going to a local shooting range here in Montreal, which is CTVSP and, and, you know, I, and, and started shooting handguns. Um, and then I started to compete a little bit and started to travel locally and throughout Canada and, and, and the world, um, and I realized that there was a niche here that was not really, um, you know, being being taken advantage of. So I I decided to open a range and, and, and go in that direction. So that's that's how it started. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and and you meant you mentioned competing. So when did you start in uh, the IPSC world? Well, um, I started in 1993, actually. Um, uh, I, uh, as I said, I was a member of CTVSP, and uh, there was a gentleman there, the late Nick Manudakis, uh, who, uh, who was at the time Canadian champ, and obviously that's very impressive. Um, and he, you know, and 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 it by itself is actually a very dynamic sport. You know, uh, you didn't need the Canadian champ to tell you that. Um, and and I, you know, and I obviously. Yeah got hooked <laughs> you know um you know I, I you know i was always you know involved in sports so there is a lot of uh, athleticism involved um you know it's basically multitasking with a gun at the end of the day um so you know I, and safety comes first so you know to me that was definitely a bonus right there so and and that's how it all started nice and uh what motivated you to like like to be involved in the actual organization and leading to being president now well, I uh, I guess uh, you know I'd like to tell you I'm one of the OGs, but I'm not. <laughs> um, um, but I've always been involved. Uh, I, I really don't like uh, titles. I'm not a title kind of guy. Um, but uh, I just felt that uh, the association um, for a while really had no direction. You know, it is a volunteer. Um, you know, uh, responsibility, if I can use that term, but. You know, I understand it's volunteering, um, but you know it wasn't being run properly, in my opinion, at the time. Um, so we kind of modernized the whole, the whole aspect of it, and uh, and and then, of course, because of my implication in the in the community of of, of shooting and 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 IMSIC, of course, um, you know, I, I've sponsored many of the, the the nationals. I've been at you know, I think of the last fifteen nationals. Um, you know, I'm, I'm treasurer of Ipsic Canada. I've been uh, team manager of uh, the Canadian national team at the World Championships twice. Um, I've I've traveled with the team. I've been on the contingency. Um, you know, I you know I'm in very much involved as well in the retail area, and I also distribute uh, the Infinity Firearms, which are basically like saying the Ferrari of the 
of the of the of the 2011s of the race guns. Um, so I, I've been involved at, at, on so many levels, um, and I've seen so much, um, and and I'm sure there's still a lot more to be seen. Um, so that so I decided to get involved and kind of you know and and I and and I have to appreciate that I don't I also have an amazing board. Uh, I mean I I really do, and I'd like to give them a shout out if I can because. Course. Uh, and, and I'll do it in French if you don't mind. Uh, je voudrais remercier uh, le CA de Psych Québec uh, en commençant avec DVP, uh, Yves Saint Laurent, Stéphane Raté, uh, le trésorier qui est Philippe Broard et la secrétaire, secrétaire qui est uh, Louis Goudreau. Um, great people, uh, very much involved. Uh, they love the sport. Uh, they don't do it for any other reason. And I just I'm, I'm very proud to be president along with those individuals. Yeah, I've, I've started to meet some of them, and, and I agree with you. They're, they're all uh, great guys and definitely welcoming, especially to somebody new. I've always felt like all the matches I've been going to, but everyone's very welcoming. So, And, and, and what I love about our board, um, and, and, and this is not by design, um, every region is basically covered in Quebec. I mean, I mean, I can go to Val d'Or, which is like seven hours away. You can appreciate that, you know, they don't have the base that Montreal and or Quebec or Three Rivers have. But, you know, the, the, the Quebec is, is nicely covered, which is, which is a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these days, are you still getting out to matches? <laughs> uh, first of all, you're lucky because you got to see me shoot a match on this past weekend, which I did, yes. is, 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 is the only reason why it happened is because I took the weekend off because I, it was my birthday. And, wow. uh, and, uh, but uh, to answer your question, Mo, definitely not enough. Uh, not enough I'd like, yeah. like to do more of it. Uh, and like I always tell everyone, if you uh, want to cut back on the shooting, open a range. Um, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you have to appreciate that my job is, you know, everybody's hobby. Yeah. True. So, so, you know, it, it, so I need to, somebody's got to run that business and there's very many aspects to it. And, and, you know, and you know, my business, uh, Mo, you, you've seen it yourself. Um, so, so, so having said that, definitely not as much as I'd like to, for sure. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. And it's, it's a beautiful range for anyone who's, uh, hasn't been to it. Uh, great you, store, great range. Uh, and I mean, we've, I'm sure all businesses in Canada have been affected in the last, uh, how long has it been now? 17 months of, of COVID. And so what's your take on it? What have you seen? What have you experienced in, in terms of like losing members, gaining members? I, I, I look, I, it's funny where you were asking me this question. I was just speaking to, uh, um, a lawyer who's, who's very much involved in the firearms uh, advocacy, and he asked me the same question. And I said, it's all over the place. There's there's no rhyme or reason. Um, I mean, traffic has obviously died down. Um, you do have, you know, the you know, if I can use the, the, the term loosely, the diehards, the guys that are really passionate about it, um, they will come regularly. But, you know, a lot of individuals... Have take in in the firearm community have taken on other hobbies, um, you know whether it be uh, flying kites, whether it be remote control cars, or whether it be drones, whether it be uh, out you know 
ATVs and, you know, it's not very complicated. We're all involved in social media. We all follow a lot of guys in the shooting community and you can see at least 15 to 20% of those individuals now posting stuff that are not gun related, mm. you know? And so that from that aspect, it sucks. Uh, the government hasn't helped, um, no. you know, um, you know, whether you're in Ontario, Alberta, Quebec, BC, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, it's, 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 I hate to use the word. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a cluster beep, you know, um, it, it's, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to what they do, uh, how, when they do it, how they do it. Um, you know, so, so I get, I get, I look, you just wake up every morning and say, okay, what bullshit do I have to deal with today? You know, and, and, in the terms of COVID, of course, you know, cause I can tell you stories that, you know, some, some are real quite real sad, but it's not going to get us anywhere. No, no. It sounds like we're coming out of it slowly. So COVID's over in Alberta. Over. COVID's in over. Alberta, yeah. uh, in Alberta. Yes. Apparently in Alberta yeah. it's over, but the rest Completely. of Canada it's not. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I wish it upon everyone, but now the issue is, you know, they're, they're here in Quebec anyway. And I can't speak for the rest of Canada. If you're not vaccinated now, you're going, you know, you basically, you may not even be able to go to work type of thing. Mm. You know, so that's a little bit of an issue, especially for me. I'm not vaccinated. Uh, I mean, I do have an appointment uh, in 2025 until all the human trials are over. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> until until such date, um, you know, I, I plan to remain as is and to remain healthy and and, and to deal with whatever, you know, is, is, is delta me yeah. but in terms of a business i don't know unless you're in the ppe stuff and unless you're dealing with the government you've taken a shit kicking yeah, oh even those ppe guys like that's temporary they made their money but that's a temporary gig <laughs> it, it's yeah. all that stuff's blowing out right now you go to walmart or superstore or anything you buy something like oh yeah take some free wipes take some free hand sanitizer because no one needs it anymore. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. I, I paid sixteen dollars for a bottle of alcohol, <laughs> and they only had three hundred left, so I bought them all. <laughs> so today, today I can, you know, I, if I have to sell that stuff, I could sell it for more than three bucks. Yeah, you well, know, drinkable. But, Is it drinkable? But you need to understand. Based, I had a business. I need. I don't know how much alcohol I'm going to need. You know, I, mm -hmm. I have staff to worry about. I have to, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't have it, I'm going to get raked over the coals. If I only buy 50 bottles, I know that everybody, the next person is going to buy the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So whether I like it or not, I bought the whole thing <laughs> and I, you know, am I proud of it? No. Did I have to do it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, are you seeing more in like with the with the during the COVID period? Did you see more interest in people getting into the firearms world, wanting oh, to get oh, their memberships, I, I wanting really, to shoot? I was really I was really hoping you'd ask me that question. Um, and uh, and if you weren't, I was going to find a way to actually bring it up. Um, it was really you know I, I'm sure I'm sure as individuals we all we all know individuals uh, that are anti-gun. Right. And whenever they're around, well, you know, you obviously don't bring up that subject because, you know, it never ends well. No. Um, but 
I do have to admit that when COVID first hit in 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 March of 2020, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, February, March. Um, and then, you know, I mean, as soon as the fucking toilet, oh, excuse my language, as soon as the toilet paper ran out, um, uh, you know, I had a lot of those anti-gunners calling me and saying, hey, um, would you have anything like, you know, like, uh, you know, can you be a little more clear? Uh, you know, do you have anything that kind of looks real but isn't? <laughs> oh, you mean like a BB gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Or like, do you need a permit for like a shotgun type of thing? Yeah, you need a permit for a yeah. shotgun type of thing. Yeah. And I said, maybe you want some bear spray? That maybe could help. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And and I and then of course it's stronger than me. So I, you know, why are you looking for this? Like, you know, are you, you know, you know, last last week you were like, you know, I was like the antichrist to you. Yeah. You know, now all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm, I'm your buddy. You know what, what prompted this? You know, we all know, know that, that, you know, they, I mean, of course there's no more toilet paper. I need a gun, you know? Yeah, it, it, It's interesting. Cause we heard a lot of stories out of the U S about that. Like, you know, the anti-gun people wanting, wanting to become, you know, gun owners, but in Canada, they, they, you know, obviously the mainstream media just kind of, ignores Look, it they they, I, uh, they don't want to they don't want to promote they don't want to promote the growth of firearms at I, all <laughs> i have i have a uh, i have a, uh, relatives there are three brothers one is a military boy one is an avid hunter and uh, and one of them is like you know uh, granola as they come <laughs> okay um so anyway uh, you know i won't mention any names or anything not the, the 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 military boy and not the hunter the, the the other gentleman he he called me up and the first thing he told me is don't tell my brothers i called you <laughs> <laughs> and so i you know i you know, i listened to what he had to ask and and funny enough and i said look maybe you should speak to one of your brothers because they can probably help you a lot more than i can you know? wow. um, yeah so having said that it, 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 it it's quite uh, I'm gonna say funny because I really want to say hypocritical, uh, but just let's use yes. let, let, let's use the word funny instead of hypocritical in this case, um, <laughs> because like I said, you know, they run out of toilet paper. The next thing they need is a gun. Yeah, yeah. Really, dude. <laughs> you know, you you hated me last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he's got a treasure trove of toilet paper. He's got to defend. Show you how to reload. Type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. Like I said, you know, I, I, uh, I, I get to see a lot of uh, different walks of life and, and different perspectives. Um, so yeah, you know, I. Some days it's quite entertaining, and some days it's quite frustrating. So. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. What's um? What's the political scene locally for you? Uh, the current, the current political scene. Uh, boy. Um, uh, are we talking federally, provincially, or? Uh, well, when it comes to you know municipal handgun bans, because that's been a big story. Well, the last little while, right? You know, I, I 
for, first of all, okay, obviously that would be detrimental. Okay, mm. let, let's let's start with that. But we also have to be kind of logical a little bit about this. I mean, as I said, this would be detrimental. So let's keep that in mind. But the logistics that the government would have to implement and, and people already residing on the island with firearms, I mean, it would be a housing disaster. I mean, I mean, I don't know, you know, what that number is on the island, but does that mean, you know, are you going to grandfather it? Are you going to register that address? I mean, you know, legit. Does that mean that firearms won't even be allowed to transit via the airport? Uh, uh, there's so many. There's so many unknowns. I mean, I've had conversations with lawyers, you know, on on several occasions, and not one of them. I, I, and I tell you at least half a dozen of them and not one of them was able to tell me or even, or even being on the same page um, for that matter, because there's so many aspects. Um, so just that in itself would be, would be a, 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 a gigantic task on, on, on behalf of all three government levels. Um, and we all know that, you know, you know, you don't give something to a government to manage because it's not. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. anyway, that's my take on it. Like I said, it, 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 you know, if I get, if the, if the gavel comes down, like like you know, Mister Mister Clownface, um, and he decides to put down the gavel, and this is what it is, and and we'll make the the rules as we go. Well, like I said, that would be detrimental. Um, but do I see it happening anytime soon? I don't know about that. Um, but like I said, we, even even an inch towards it is already an issue. We, so we, you know, we will always have to get ready to put up blockades, obviously. Uh, but it, this is, you know, it would, like I said, it would it would be disastrous. And and I, I, I'd like to add one more thing to all this. Of course, from a from from a political slash legal point of view, everything that Trudeau has done has not saved one life yet. Oh, I'm sure we, we can all agree on no. that. So absolutely. So, I was but... I was I was uh, filling out my uh, ATTs for some matches in Ontario this weekend, and the whole time I'm handwriting these forms, I'm like, so exactly what's the point of this? Like, you know, here, you know here who here does, who does it help? Who does it help? Here, here, right? Here's here's a responsible legal firearm owner filling up documents, paperwork on a, on a weekend on a weekend trying to comply with the law so in the event that you know he gets stopped or whatever on the way to a match everything is legal yes while in while on the same highway right next to him could be a gangbanger with six loaded fully auto converted whatever um, that's not an issue well you, are you saying they don't trigger like lock them in uh Opaque cases, or no, no, no. That, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Mo. <laughs> yes, just one single trigger lock. They didn't lock the case too. Yeah, they had the trigger lock. They did just didn't didn't remember the combination on how to get it open, but it was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, we all know it's ridiculous. It it does nothing. It just harasses us, and and in the end, they like they loosen they 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 reduce the the. Uh, the punishment for the actual real criminals, and then they just get us to do more paperwork. You know, more paperwork. I, I, I've always said a real criminal is, you know, he, before he does a crime, 
he's not going to go check the law and say, am I going to get 10 years or 15 years if I do this? No, it, yeah. he's, he's, he's never he's never done. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know very many criminals, but I don't think that that's what they do. No, no, they're not. They're, they're not working that out before they commit. So, a crime. so you can you can increase prison terms. You can increase whatever. Great. But they don't care. And, and what is, you know, what does that have to do with legal firearm owner, legal responsible legal firearm owners? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing um, in, in our sport, the difference, you know, Mo, I, I, are any of you also Ipsic shooters? Yeah, shoot From time to time. Okay, yeah. so we all know what a safety table is, right? Yeah, yes. we've all done our black badge. You know, if, if we're all, if we're all, if we're all at a match, and you need to go use the little boy or little girl's room, and you take your gun out on the safety table, even if it's bling bling, somebody will go there and say, "Oh my God, that's absolutely beautiful." They will never touch it. Mm -hmm. They will never even consider stealing it. On the contrary, on the contrary, if they see it there for too long, they're going to start asking questions to who it belongs to. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, you know. Now let's flip that around a second. If we were all criminals, the minute Kelly would open the door to the bathroom, even before she managed to lock that door, that gun would be gone. And of course, nobody saw it, and we were all standing there, but you know, four men. Watching a girl go into a bathroom, we all fucking lost it, and we 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 we, we you know, of course, yeah. You know? So what is the saying? There's no honor amongst thieves, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So this this is this is this to me is the biggest difference right there. You know, where what where well the responsible legal firearms owners will care for one another and look out for one another, while on the other side it's just me, 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 and me. Uh, yeah, that's a big difference. You can get some decent street cred with one of those CZ parrots, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen one of those, Mo? The CZ parrot? No. It's like it's the most colorful gun you can get. It's it's a factory option from CZ, and it's uh, it's got all the colors on it. Is it like the Maria Gugino? Yes. 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 Take that up a notch. Just like yeah. use a bunch of clashing colors, all the clashing colors. Do you remember? Do you, re oh, do you remember? Colors. Do you remember the United Colors of Benetton? They used to have, they used to have yeah. a golf, uh, a Volkswagen Golf. The door would be purple. The one panel would be yellow. One panel would be green. The other panel was red. Something like that. Huh. Am, I, well, am I correct uh, in stating well, that? Will it will it make me a better shooter? Probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> Other people will think it'll make you think. It'll make you. It'll make you look better, though. I'll be cooler. Okay, I got to go for that then. NASA, <laughs> like NASA will be able to say exactly where you are. No, it actually won't make you cooler. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no. It won't. No. No. It won't. Uh. It's sparkly. Not really sparkly. It's colorful. Just like you, Mo. Thank you, I think. <laughs> uh, awesome. So yeah. uh, what, what kind of... Uh, I've never been out to your shop. What kind of uh, what kind of stuff do you guys carry there? Like, what's your specialty or 
Well, is it all Ipsic um, related or just kind of a little bit of everything? We're we're more on the higher end. Um, if, if if I can if I can uh, if I can compare myself to a car dealership, I would be your exotic car dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, I do carry the basics, you know, the, 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 you know, the Glocks and so on and so forth, but I, but whatever I do carry, you know, on, for example, on the Smith and Weston, it would always be most of, most of the stuff out of the performance center. Um, uh, uh, you know, SIG, same thing, you know, the custom shop and, you know, a lot of, a, a lot of more of that. And yes, we are very much involved in Ipsic. That is, you know. That is definitely one of our driving forces. Uh, you know, being 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 the, uh, the distributor of Infinity in Canada, or, or you know, we're also known as VI sometimes. Um, you know, that's that's you know that that's a big part of our business. Uh, we're also a lot of people don't know, but we're also the master dealers for uh, uh, Luago Arms, which is uh, the Alien, um, which you guys know full well. I don't know. I think you had Alex on the show a few weeks yeah, ago, we and yeah. Alex, Alex is now shooting an Alien actually. Um, so yeah, we're, we're the only master dealer in Canada. Uh, there's a distributor as well, which is a tactical imports, but we're 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 their ma- their master dealers. Um, we're also look we're also working uh, with uh, two other. Uh, we're developing actually with an Italian company, an Ipsic uh, uh, firearm uh, for the production and the production optics. But we're also now carrying something called Armazeca, um, which is uh, very much uh, Ipsic firearm. Um, uh, some have aluminum frames, some of them aluminum slides. Um, they're 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 quite new in the market. They're only a few years old, but they're definitely beautiful machines. In fact, uh, we have a few of them floating around. Um, there was uh, there was a couple of them at uh, the shooting edge for uh, for about two, three four weeks for them to demo with clients. Uh, and I think the next one is going to uh, the uh, the next demo is going to uh, Wolverine, if my memory serves me right. Okay. Um, but yeah, what's the, what's the price point on those, Frank? Uh, they range between 1300 and low two thousands, depending on, on the model. Um, uh, so there's that, uh, we're also very much involved with uh, obviously accessories and components on firearms, uh, you know, uh, whether it be base pads, uh, you know, triggers, uh, the whole thing. We also kind of like to stay away from, you know, the, the, the more the common stuff that's everywhere. For example, we carry two lines of shotguns, one of Salix and the other one of Shelby Arms uh, out of Turkey. Um, you know, very well priced, I think, you know, three ninety nine or something. But, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of the Turkish actions and Turkish walnut is actually shipped to Italy uh, for them to make all those fancy guns with. Um, you know, so the Turks are actually quite impressive when it comes to shotguns i have i do have to admit they they don't cease to amaze me every time um especially from the price point yeah yeah There's, yeah well the lira the lira yeah. really took a took kicking over the last couple of years so it's uh it, the conversion rate's fantastic yeah yeah and like i said they do really make a good product they really do is it the best i've ever seen no uh but for that kind of money hey you 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 know you'd be crazy to pass it up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's you know, and again, we do carry the you know, you know all the other you know, KDX and 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 uh, Remington, which is now you know, who knows, God, what brand is going? What's to be. going on with that? Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> listen, oh, I, we, we just we just got in. I want you to know something. These were ordered. In January of 2019, okay, they walked in yesterday. 
the the Remington 700 shorties, the bolt actions. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember when those came we, out? We were supposed to get like 50 of them, and I have a, I have a wait. I I had a, a list of I think like 20, 25 individuals. We got nine, Ooh. nine, and that's all we're seeing. Wow. Like you know, there's no rhyme or reason anymore. You know, but anyway, all this to tell you. So, uh, Ariel, to, to answer your question, uh, and now recently, and, and Mo can attest to this, we've gotten a little bit more into the uh, survival gear. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, cots and tents and jerry cans and fire starters and paracord and blankets. Uh, we got woobies. Uh, we got our own woobies. Uh, with our, you know, with our name on it. Uh, uh, camel netting. Uh, you know, all, all, all stuff like that. A little bit, you know, which could be survival, camping, hunting. A little bit of all that. Walkie talkies as well. Um, just a little bit of everything. Um, more. You know, um, like I said, the, due to the fact that you know the traffic has slowed down quite a bit and you know and 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 mo asked me a question earlier and i didn't answer it to an, yes membership has dropped mo yeah no i was i was curious if, if people yes. are you know keeping their memberships up or kind of i don't want to say giving up or you know backing off you know during during between the government's attacks and and then covid and combination well, of the, both the, right? the, 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 ma the major issue here is that the the cfo uh, and, and and just so we can fill everybody in here, in Quebec, if you're a member of a range, you need to discharge your firearm at least one time a year at the range. If you don't, you are in default, and you re and you and you need to redo something called the Law Nine course. Okay, just so we all understand. Um, so during this 17 months, a lot of individuals uh, who believe the nice man on TV with the suit. Um, didn't go out of their homes and didn't and didn't renew and didn't come and shoot and didn't do this and didn't do that. And now all of a sudden they find themselves that they can't renew and they don't want to have to retake a course that they've already taken because they said, look, this is fucking COVID. It has nothing to do with me, brother. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, you know, so, so they just basically tell you Chuck you Farley and they don't come back. Yeah. You know, and and what's and, the long and, what's the long nine course like? What what is that that you have to take? I'm not familiar with it. It's 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 an aptitude test. It's it's, it's a practical and theoretical aptitude test, um, which is total bullshit. It's an open book exam. Um, you, you know, you've got to fire ten rounds out of a out of a out of a firearm, and you just got to make sure that you keep the firearm pointed in a safe direction, and only put your finger on the trigger when it's time to shoot. You are not judged or rated uh, on the accuracy, um, so you can have a target in front of you with five yards, and you can have you know and, and empty out a magazine on it and ha and hit it twice in the upper corner, you know left side uh you know which is you know eight inches away from the center and, and that's fine you know so it, it's really nothing that has any credence uh it, it was more uh something that that was put into law after um that nimrod uh, kim vergil decided to shoot up dawson college um, and, and, and the law nine is actually called Anastasia because that's the young lady's name who died. So this law was, in my opinion, 
was always and with all due respect to all the people that lost their lives it was a tragedy and you know i don't mean to belittle them or, or the situation but this was a, a political plot to basically you know appease the population to say hey you know we're going to put another level of screening in there and yeah. let's, and let's make it an aptitude test like uh duh really okay hmm. so yeah. so that's all it is and, and, yeah. and the federation and the federation gets sorry and the federation gets to make a few bucks out of the deal yeah, like the, even the requirement of, of you have to shoot once a year. Like, so if you shoot once a year, you're okay. And if you don't shoot once a year, then you're just holding guns to commit a crime at some point. It's just yeah, uh, yeah. nonsense. What's, what's the what's the high score on the on the ten rounds? Two yeah. seconds, three seconds, like it's the average. No, average. no high score. What's the hit factor? Max hit didn't. factor yeah, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I yeah. we and and we have no choice but to abide by it. And 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 if more were to come to the range, and his and his membership was expired, as well as obviously his law nine, and he discharged the firearm, <coughs> chances are, the club would be reprimanded. Quick's weird. You know, you know mo yeah. most. I, I'm not advocating that that's most character and uh, type of individually is. You know, I mean, but there are people that will sneak in because you know they don't want to pay the membership or they don't have it financially or you know whatever. But they don't they they don't realize what kind of damage they can do to a business. Yeah. Mm. You know, because mm. we get we get blamed for it. You know? Absolutely, yeah. You know, which makes absolutely zero sense, but. Yeah, you know, that that's that's like that's like saying you know, uh, you know somebody walking into a retail store shoplifting and leaving, and, but yet blaming the owner because he shoplifted. Well, that's that's our world. We, our guns get stolen, and we're the criminals because we oh, didn't yeah. we didn't store them safely. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. No. Of course. Well, hopefully they don't get stolen. No. When's the last time that yours got stolen, Mel? Uh, never. Half? I no. No. Adriel? Just I'm home all the time. You gotta get through me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say I sleep in front of the safe, so they have to go around me to to, mm -hmm. to get to them. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the reasons oh, I'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole. But anyways, uh Frank, you have some of the best reputation in Quebec for not only retail store, but also the range as well. Um, all you. my friends that live in Montreal and Montreal area that uh, go to your store you. have nothing but great things to say about you. And you. It, means a lot to, it means a lot to me. Range, so we, and, we, work, we work hard. I, I really do. And I, and I also want to, I, I mean, I want to make myself very clear. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's Frank Nardi. I, you know, Frank Nardi can't do this on his own. You know, I have I have an amazing staff. My, my assistant Lizzie is 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 a godsend. Uh, you know, I have some you know knowledgeable people, which in today's day and age is not easy to find. Um, so I, I I am kind of blessed to have some really good. I have a good team as well. So, but I appreciate the comment, and I will definitely let my team know that you guys said that. Thank you. Yeah, I was going through the. Uh website and your your indoor ranges look really nice mm -hmm. nice and fresh thank you thank and you and you renovated recently too the uh, the yeah. store the offices yeah. yeah we like i said we got into a, few, a little bit of different angles 
There's one thing actually I didn't mention yet. And it's, I mean, I jumped on the opportunity when this was presented to me because I thought it was absolutely great. We, we carry a line of uh, electric mountain bikes. Uh, they're called Quiet Cat. Um, they're, it, it, the best way for me to describe them is a cross between a Mercedes and a Hummer. These things are tanks. They, they, I mean, they're, they're definitely at a different price point, and they're also priced as Hummers and Mercedes, by the way. I'd like to add. <laughs> uh, not only, but um, they actually have, they're, they're, they're so well built that actually Jeep put their, 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 their name on one. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we got a little bit uh, involved in that as well. Um, like I said, it, it, in my opinion, it's just an accessory to a hunter now. Because uh, those are, are are mainly geared for 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 the hunters because they're, they're they really are very quiet and they're beasts like they really are so the, the, so we kind of diversify a little bit uh, Mo. I mean you you you've seen it uh, axes yeah. is another thing also we we actually have a, 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 a <laughs> we actually have a section that we were gonna do uh, axe throwing in uh, but oh, okay. with, but with the price of lumber today uh, <laughs> uh, no. You know, we there's a joke. There, there's a running joke in the construction community that says if you want to buy a club sandwich, it's eight ninety nine, and if you want it with a toothpick, it's nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, the price of wood is is just gone like nuts. Yeah. So, so thanks, but you know, it'll wait. <laughs> you know, because that stuff gets beaten up quite easily and regularly. So, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, you got to change those two by six, sixes at least once every two days. So yeah. thanks, but no. Shouldn't be yeah. long. What, what'll, be, what'll be cheaper soon? Wow. I've seen the futures going down on them. No, well, there you go. I'm holding out. Construction. Waiting. Waiting. Everybody's waiting. waiting. Ammo? Everybody. Waiting. 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 <laughs> I... I, I we we we've we've seen like three increase increases in the last five months, and the lowest one being eighteen percent. And I love it when people come in and say, "Can I get a deal if I buy five thousand? I say, "Dude, I have to pay extra if I order five thousand. <laughs> you know, so take it now because as soon as that next batch comes in, price is gonna change. You know the, the the market price is just nuts. People are paying up to eight hundred and fifty dollars a thousand in the U.S. for nine mil. Wow, it was nuts. It was just nuts. And they that's were American paying, too. Yeah, they were they were pay, they were paying up to, um, if my memory serves me right, I think the last time my buddy sent me a picture was eighty two dollars U.S. for a, a, a thousand primers. So. Woo. You're you're a retailer, so are you getting inquiries from our friends down in the U.S. to say, "Hey, yeah, would you yeah. send me some?" Which is a hell no. But anyways, <laughs> yes, yes, we 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 get it regularly, and I tell them, "Look, I you know, I'm not going to do any exports. I don't do any exports. If you want, send your cousin, your brother to buy it, and you know, if you want to ship it, I we got the name of a couple of exporters that can help mm -hmm. you. But this is not what I do here." Yeah, and not only that, I also have to keep my reputation with my suppliers. If I start buying their stuff just to re-export it, you know. Yeah. So and you know and and a lot of them have agreements with the U.S. that they can't, you know. In fact, there's a few few um, uh, distributors now that that will 
that will make you sign documents saying that you want to export the goods. Yeah. Yeah. So. And not only that, you want to keep the. You want to be able to supply your Canadian. Absolutely. You know, shooters. If it was meant, if it was meant for for us Canadians, it's gonna stay here for us Canadians. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'd be I'd be lying to you if I told you that, you know, I didn't I didn't sell them anything. For example, we have certain firearms. Like I said earlier, you know, we're the, we're an exotic. We're, we're I'd be an exotic car dealership. That there there may only be three in North America, and I have all three. So you want them? Yeah, sure. You know. Uh, that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, again, those are big ticket items, yeah. you know, uh, you know, so that's different though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not for everybody. Right. No, 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 no. Mm. Um, so how, how are you guys all involved in the, in the firearm community? If I may ask a question. Who wants to go uh, first? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could go first, I guess. Uh, okay. I do the Hunting Gear Guy website and uh, YouTube channel, okay. Slamfire. Uh, I shoot an RO3 gun in Edmonton. And I shoot say boss for me. Say hi to Len for me. What's that? Say hi to Len for me. At, uh, does anyone own the range in Edmonton? Um, Len. Uh, oh, crap. I'm You're talking Phoenix. You're talking Phoenix, Phoenix there? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah can do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, I, I shoot boss for, uh, project maple seed. So cool. I go all over the place doing that. Cool. So very cool. A couple things. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mo? Uh, more, more I know all about. So <laughs> <laughs> he does. He heard my story. Yeah. Half, you want to go next? Sure. So I shoot three gun, a little bit of Epsic, uh, side business doing shotguns, limited tactical, do podcast i have my own podcast that i've been very lax on lately but you have yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah basically competition in this so i am so i am one of the og or one of the original directors for project maple sea and i'm also vp of women's programs for the ccfr and what else do i do oh i shoot i just got my black badge Congratulations. Uh, so I shoot uh, pistol, rifle, and I also I really, really love shooting skeet as well. So I do a little bit of everything. So cool. Where are you uh, a member at? Uh, what range are you a member at in Kingston? So I, I'm a member at FRPC, which is the Frontenac uh, Rifle and Pistol Club uh, across the street at the Skeet Club or the Trap and Skeet Club. And then I also actually am a member out at Napanee too, in case. Something's going Frontenac, on. Frontenac is one of my favorite ranges. I love the guys, yep. Mark and uh, and um, the, the, the the Air Force captain. I forget his name. Um, Mark. So yeah, Mark is over at the um, uh, over at the Skeeton Trap Club. Oh yeah, he's there now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, listen, on 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 from me and on behalf of all you know of, of all the shooters in Quebec and fire mourners. I want to thank you guys because you guys, you know, are, are doing a great job and putting it out there. And 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 I just I want to thank you for everything that you've done for the community and continue to do because it's very important. It really is. Well, thank you, and thank you for everything that you're doing in Quebec. My uh, pleasure. And if you're ever in the area, just uh, let me or Mo know, and uh, my door is, uh, is is open to 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 anyone. And if and and you know, uh, I I remember uh, when Mo approached me to this. 
And I said, look, w- would you mind if I said a few words in French? Because, you know, um, you know, maybe we should maybe we should have the show live one time in, uh, at the range in Montreal and, and have a few shooters, you know, come in and comment in French and so on and so forth. And maybe, you know, grow your your, your base a little bit in Quebec. Do a full yeah. French show. Yeah. yeah, there was a French uh, gun be, podcast. It could be in Fran- it could be in Franglais. Yeah. <laughs> Fringlish. Yeah, Jasmine, that, works, that works for me. Fringlish or Franglais work for me. Yeah, Jasmine Saramond was the uh, guy that did the. Him and his brother were doing um, Calibre. Was it Calibre Quebec? Wasn't it the podcast? I don't. But Jazz was is a member at your club, so. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of individuals. I mean, I remember uh, at one point uh, uh, CCFR came came by, and uh, and there was this young man there, and and I had seen him a few times, and he says, "Yeah, I was under rep in Quebec," and I said, "Well, why didn't you ever tell me? <laughs> you know what I mean? You come to my shop, tell me, you know, uh, you know, you know, I just didn't want to. All right, you know, but like I said, I, you know, I it was just a thought, so just you know." Sometimes the, the 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 just to put a little bit of a different spin and like I said I said a few words before in French to my board because like I you know I think they're great guys and doing a great job uh, as well as my staff obviously um, food for thought for all of you I mean I'm you yeah know, it'd be great to actually do I will always make my place available to anyone to to shed a positive light on our industry one hundred percent awesome I will never say no to that ever maybe. Maybe something in uh, French and maybe something in Italian too. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. I won't. I won't. I don't know. And won't be able to do the Italian French. More, 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 <laughs> more, 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 more. We got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. And 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 you really don't have to understand. All you do, all you really got to understand is this. You know, yeah. whatever. You know, if you can understand, <laughs> you're already good. I thought it was like this. That's well, yeah. it, yeah. it all it all depends what you're talking about. That's what we would tell it. That this would be this would be to the anti-gunners. You know? yeah. <laughs> they, they yeah. deserve it. They you deserve it too. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be sitting there nodding my head, shaking my head. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, where can people find out more about your shop and more about uh, more about what you do, Frank? Well, uh, we do. We're very active on social media, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram. I, 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 I would say probably more on Instagram than Facebook, but Facebook as well. Um, uh, uh, CGN, obviously, a little bit on Canadian Gun Nuts as well. Um, our our website is updated regularly. Um, during the COVID, you know, we we've lost quite a bit of staff. Um, not because, you know, we wanted to let them go. It's just, you know, hours were reduced and, yeah. uh, you know, so, and, 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 and I, you know, I have to keep my, my, my core staff happy. Uh, we were very seriously before COVID hit, uh, we had already started working on a YouTube channel. Um, uh, but unfortunately we've had a few shuffles around and, and, uh, like I like to tell everybody, you know, uh, when I leave my home in the morning, I, I have a page. Uh, a sheet with a list of uh, of uh, stuff that I need to do. That that's basically my priority. And uh, by the time I leave at the end of the day, that page is now on page three. Um, so, and, and I assure you that the YouTube channel is always on there. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, there's some type of fire every day. 
some type of situation every day. Um, you know, uh, just the other day we had an individual who refused uh, to show us his firearms license when he bought ammunition. I said, look, dude, yeah, I can't sell it to you if you don't show it to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on not only I said, and not only that, it's gonna get even worse. I'm making an invoice to your name. Uh, that's illegal. Yeah. That's that's illegal. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm making an invoice to your name. If you want to buy this ammo here, you're gonna have to show me your FAC along with with another piece of ID so I can make this. To, and if you don't want to give me your address, I'm just gonna put your name on it. And I got all this on video, so it's not an issue. I can just go and save it. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, this is this is the accelerated version. So you need to know that you know. I mean, when it, and 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 every individual that comes in has a friend who knows better than we do. Yeah, you know? everybody has a friend. You know, my friend said, "Yeah, what does your friend do for a living?" You know? <laughs> you know, so and and you have to deal with that. You know, and sometimes, yeah, they get dealt with in a few minutes, and and the, and the individual is comprehensive and understanding, and and it gets resolved. But I can tell you that the large majority of the time, they're not very comprehensive, and it, it doesn't get resolved the way it should be getting resolved. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, so it, it's unfortunate, but there are individuals that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, and, we're, and we're not going to risk our business for a box no. of ammunition. Absolutely not. No. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on tonight. It was a great chat. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thank you very, and when very I much. Can, when I can cross the border, I'll come see you. Well, I can well, cross the border. My understanding is the border. The border. <laughs> so it's all open now. We're wondering. Whenever you want to head our way, like I said, on this panel right now, there's Mo and I. Either one of us will be more than happy to 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 welcome you, honestly. Absolutely. Right. And, and and same goes for the two of you. You're you're a little further than Kelly is. So, <laughs> uh, but if you're ever in this neck of the woods, and uh, please look us up, man, it'd be uh, it'd be great to have you over. Sounds awesome. good. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Again, Thank keep up thanks, the good Frank. work. And uh, thanks. Thanks again to Frank Nardi for joining us on the show this evening. Let's get to listener feedback sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in farms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes as well as wood and refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Also follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let's get to the emails. Um, Kelly, do you want to do the one from Josh? Okay. So it says, uh, hello all further to the email last week that I updated you guys on the great birch solutions. 1022. I wanted to clarify something I mentioned about the trigger. Mostly this update is because of half asking for clarification. I love that there <laughs> that he's calling you half. <laughs> It's stuck. It's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And we're not going to tell anybody who actually named you half on the show. Anyways. Okay. Uh, Last week I mentioned in the earlier days, Graybert Solutions had issues with their trigger to no fault of their own. Technically, it was a Timony, not a Graybert trigger. Uh, They weren't at fault at all. But at the time, it didn't matter to me uh, as the consumer. 
in my mind, it was still Gray Birch, uh, Gray Birch's uh, problem by default as they sold it to me. So I called them and they fixed the issue. They are great, by the way. If you do give them a call, they are great with the with customer service. Uh, there were many symptoms which included things such as failure to feed a fail, uh, failure to fire and also stove piping. Though I am far from an expert, my understanding that it is it was materials issues that caused the problems within the trigger group. The hammer bushings were made of aluminum. Aluminum softened these parts were warping and cracking. Since then, it's also my understanding that these parts are no longer made of aluminum and or the issues have been uh, rectified somehow. I suspect this may be part of the reason Great Birch Solutions has decided to uh, design their own trigger to be in full control of quality. Mm -hmm. And yeah. why not? They design everything else in house. Uh, so it seem, uh, seems so. Why not the trigger also? Uh, far too many moving parts for me to wrap my head around. But I know that uh, I know I will be the first in line when it's released. Him and a couple of other people, I'm assuming as well, because they actually. Um, uh, they'll be testing them out for them. Uh, there you go. Uh, the updated update has been updated. <laughs> and I should also mention that Mo and Half, you're doing great. Have a good one. What was that hey, last Josh. one again? Can you read that again? <laughs> Mo and Half, you're doing great. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, Thank you, Josh. We have no new Patreons. Um, if you'd like to email the show, send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Patreon supporters should have received their patches in the mail if you've not received yours in, in a or month. Or in person or hand delivered. That's or hand delivered, too. yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, send us an email. And you can uh, you can go to Patreon or find us on Patreon at Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash slam fire radio. Uh, we'll get into the shout outs. Uh, Adriel, do you have any? Yeah. One to Mark for splitting bullets with me and grabbing me some 10 millimeter spicy rounds spicy. for this very spicy gun. <laughs> uh, Kelly. Yes, I do have them. I typed it in. <laughs> I'm not typing the whole thing in. I just said, yes, I have shadows. So my <laughs> shadows go to Ari, who uh, who put on the Black Badge course for us. I'm so thankful that he he, he did. And the reason is because it's been a year, over a year since we've been trying to do this. And Kyle for arranging it and for Kelly for helping out. And by the way, Trevor's not on tonight, but she, she did want me to mention how fantastic the stage was that she put together at the end of the the actual course and yes i have shot some of the stages that trevor has designed and i just want to say that kelly designed a much better one than trevor just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's if he's listening i will get a message just letting you know uh so yeah I wanted to give a shout out to them, but I also wanted to give a shout out to Ryan at SFRC just to let everybody know that's where I got my smoker from. And he gave me a smoking hot deal, but get it smoking hot smoking. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to making some meat and I think meat, meat, meat. That's it. I think that's everything. Yeah, I think. And everybody else that I shot with, I really want to say that I have a really good group of, of friends in our community is, fantastic it's wonderful um 
it was a good time this weekend, especially because we got to shoot together as friends. Uh, but not only that, now we're going to go and do our qualifying match, and everybody is volunteering to work the match as well. So I am. I didn't talk about that and what we did in guns. I am registered for an upcoming match that's going to be happening in August, and uh, I am. I volunteered just to help set up, and then also for the rest of the weekend as well. So, yay! Just, just j- jump straight into ROing. Nah, I did my black badge. I can RO now. <laughs> yeah. No, Kyle, do you have any? Uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to Jay Vold, the match director for the charity match this past weekend, as well as all the ROs and volunteers who's helped set it up and put it on. And uh, I guess a special thanks to Adriel for being the RO extraordinaire for our squad. And not yeah. DQing anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had my eyes yeah. on you guys, and setting yeah. the, and, and setting up the wardrobe expectations as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No expectations. I'm here with skins and shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starts off, boys. Skid squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm on the shirt squad. I'm not on the skins. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be on the shirt squad too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. So for you, um, I don't have any uh, shoutouts tonight. Um, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. We're at 2,804, updated today. Give us a review on Facebook. We'd appreciate that. Join the CCFR, which is extremely important. And uh, see you next week. Thank you. Bye, everyone. See ya. And good night, Trevor. Oh, and good night, Trevor. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.